We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the EP Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Navas. And with me today, we got a full house up in here. I have Ryan Sperbero in chat saying uh, G was taking too long uh, undoing his bottom buttons. No buns today. Uh, <laughs> wore, wore a workout shirt you know, to spare y'all from uh, from my chest for a few days. Uh, Lord help you if what they happened? win. Uh, Lord, Lord help chat if they win. Uh, with me today, beautiful panel, full house. Starting from left to right, we got Kenny Spence, the co-host of Pre-Gaming. What's up, Kenny? What's up, man? It's been a minute since we've had a full cast on it has. the podcast, so I'm excited for that, man. I get to talk a little bit less. Chat saying, what's up bit. with my mic? Is everything, uh, do I sound bad? Are you good? No, you got to ask. I see what's going on here. That should be better. My mic should be fixed. Uh, I apologize for that. Uh, I uh, I had a box ticked off that I shouldn't have. So let me know if any other problems persist. <laughs> to the right of me, the great Siobhan Bessel, host. What's up? Hey, people. How are you? I am, Oh, don't even throw that. Don't plug that. Wait, everybody has a show. Yeah, everybody, you know, we <laughs> I'm good. To Kenny's point, haven't been on in a while. So this is fun. Let's get back into it. Let's get back into it. And on the on the far right, we have the great Tiffany Meeks, host of Mixed Bag. Hey. What's up? Hey, we ready to rock? Well, so first, what's important here, G, is that you plug Siobhan's retweets because I don't want that to go unnoticed. I mean, yeah. like let's 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 yeah. keep the main thing the main thing. Keep the main let's thing keep, the main listen, thing. We we know one thing we won that tonight. Those twists. We, <laughs> no, okay. we don't win nothing else. I am glad we're a visual medium so people can appreciate this. If Miami ain't gonna be right, we gonna be right. <laughs> Absolutely love it. That's it. So, fam, audience, fellow panelists here, we're talking defense today, which to me is the most interesting part about this series. I think with how Miami season has gone, their defense and their offense has been pretty polarizing, but I think defensively is where they have their greatest upside, and it's also where they have faltered the most uh, pretty much since 
since the trade deadline, really. So we're going to get into that today. We're going to talk about how they're going to defend a team that I think they absolutely dominated on the defensive end. Last playoffs, they are a new-look team, a lot of old pieces, some new ones, and certainly a, a very different vibe around these guys. So I think we need to start at the top, and I, I want to talk about kind of the matchups more than individual players like we did for offense. I think defense is more of kind of a, a team element. But, guys, do you know what else is a team element? Playing video games and Miami gaming parties gives you a customized gaming experience. Our brand new sponsor, Miami Gaming Parties, delivers private custom video game tournaments for gamers and their lucky guests. This is truly custom. You pick the game and the package premium or black tie VIP for 8 to 16 people. And they bring it all. Everything from PS5s to trophies for the winners. Play at home or at a venue of your choosing with free, free, on-site consultation perfect for birthday parties blaster parties anniversaries corporate events anything you want to celebrate maybe you could throw in a little play and watch party with a little 2k tournament you know who's gonna say no to that check out miamigamingparties.com for more information you can find them on twitter at gaming parties on instagram at miami underscore gaming underscore parties or search for miami gaming parties on facebook so check out all that but the miami heat are also gamers on the court especially jimmy butler on defense and he's going to play a huge role in how they defend Trey Young. So let's just get into this. And I'll, Kenny, I'll, I'll start with you, and we'll go around the room. Mm -hmm. The game plan against Trey Young, I feel, has to be very similar to how they've executed it this season and last year in the playoffs. A lot of switching. Make sure you get a lot of size on him. You send a lot of bodies, throw a lot of help, load up on the strong side of the ball, and make sure that they are ready to rotate on that swing pass. I don't think much mm -hmm. has changed on that end. Their personnel has a little bit. How do you feel about it? Are you confident in that they can continue doing it? So the personnel on both sides does kind of, I wouldn't say scare me, but I don't expect the same exact results for the simple fact that if you if you have Max starting out on John Collins, and I'm there's no better way for me to say it, John Collins isn't exactly the best player in the world anymore, but as a roller, he's still a bit of a threat. I don't really care too much about his pick and pop. His shooting numbers are pretty terrible since he hurt his hand. But if you're going to have Max Drews in those actions instead of Caleb with his length and him being able to trap the way he does, it's a little concerning. I don't know if I want to see Kevin Love at all this series because if you let Trey Young get some daylight and see a few shots go down, it could get a little dangerous for you. And so – and I don't want the solid lineup to change because Max has been great. He's been shooting lights out and they need that. But the defensive end is going to suffer a little bit, and that kind of concerns me. So, Young has averaged this season 35% from the field, 20% from three, 5.3 turnovers. Uh, they have a 1-3 and three record. Their one win being on MLK Day in uh, the most Jekyll and Hyde half uh, of Pete basketball I've ever seen. So, uh, a, real, a real interesting time with Trey. Bond, where do you stand with that? Because I, I think that Max is certainly, I think, capable. I think we've seen him at, at the very... At the very least, uh, uh, I wouldn't a good defender. Uh, at times, sometimes, you know, I think you see like matchups like Luca, where you know that's like an impossible situation for him. I think because he has some size. How, how where do you see kind of him and and really the team? I don't want to just focus on him, but really how they defend Trey. So I'd forgotten that we'd switched the starting lineup and that Max was starting. Um, given that I. I understand, I think, the reasons why Kenny doesn't want to see some some Kevin Love in this series. What I will say to counter that is 
Um, while it's different than what they've been doing in watching the last couple of Hawks games, they found a decent amount of success in the Kevin Love hard show and either the show and recover or the show and stay and kind of close in the box. And I think it it doesn't look nice depending on what your eyes are. Um, but because he's such an intelligent defender and I think he's, you know, Kevin Love's aware of his, his physical and like athletic limitations. Um, what I appreciate with how he moves when approaching the pick is he knows he's going to show, like he knows he's going to hedge or whatever. And so he kind of does a little bit. I had clips and I wasn't going to put him on the show, but I might put him on the timeline later. Um, he does his work a little bit early. Like his first two steps are intentional enough that it signals to the rest of the back line kind of what it is that he is about to do. And they are better able to kind of like preemptively prepare to rotate rather than a bunch of reactionary rotations. Um, and it's interesting kind of like the difference with Kevin and when Cody Zeller does it, um, Kevin is so good at it and Kevin shows hard. Um, and from what I've been watching, it's, it, it did a decent job at keeping, it got the ball out of Trey's hands and it also kept him like pushed back. Whereas kind of like when Cody shows, he's, he's giving that cushion and allowing Trey kind of to still, you know, navigate and make kind of some forward progress. Um, so I, like I said, Kenny, I get the optics of kind of of Kevin Love, you know, big kind of slower, but Gee, to your point about keeping length and kind of keeping him contained a little bit, I do think I would kind of like to see, not even think or kind of, I would like to see some some Kevin Love, some Sean recover only or if only because I think it triggers something to the rest of the back line. Oh, shit, he's about to show. I know I have to, to, to pre-rotate here. I know I have to split the two. And I think now with Max, um, I think Max makes it difficult. I hadn't even really considered the Max aspect of it because, again, I forgot that we switched lineups. Um, I, I think it's doable. Um, I don't know. I think maybe you get into some some uh, some trouble with some of the switches with that group. Um, but, you know, there. I think also you can't do one thing. I think you got to switch it up. You yeah. can't give right. them a steady diet of looking right. at one thing. You have to – every few possessions – um, I think you got to give them something, but they the defense has to be disciplined. They got to be locked in possession to possession. Tiff, I don't I don't think they go at him that much. I right. think they are going to want to get Collins or really Capella as Roman, which really activate yep. their offense. Right? They what they they are a north south mm -hmm. team, right. and they are an inside out team. They're not they're right. kind of the yep. opposite of Miami in that sense. So I do think we're going to see a lot of Bam in that coverage. I do right. think that they're going to try to limit it to one big for all the reasons that we just talked about as, right. as good as Kevin's been on the show. I do think that they're going to focus on kind of bam plus whatever Jimmy or Kate or Max, whoever you want to call right. it for there. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, I, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think, um, I mean, like all the concerns are, are valid, but I think like <clears throat> if, you, if you look at it in a sense like you're tethering Max to Bam and Jimmy in the starting lineup. And then let's say you do bring in Love. So you're, you know, more than likely you're going to tether Love to Caleb Martin and Kyle one of the starters. Yeah. Or, yeah, Kyle. So, Kyle you, yeah. so it's kind of like you have a hornet's nest that can surround the guys who are the weaker defenders on the team. Yep. And at this mm-hmm. point, they know what to do, you know, as you know, even though we haven't seen everyone do it night in and night out. These guys know what to do in all the in all the defensive strategies. Like they know what to do. So if you're anchoring them to very good defenders, you don't need them to be otherworldly. You just need them to hold strong. That's it. Are we you sure just that? Need them. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go. No, I'm I'm just saying you just need them to to just be strong enough to hold the line. You don't need them to be otherworldly. Are we sure that Max starts because I think the matchup on Trey Young that makes the most sense on ball is Caleb. Caleb Caleb and Gabe really are the guys that I think are going to do the majority. Because Kyle doesn't work. Yeah, they're going to be the workhorses on Trey. I mean, I think Gabe Vincent, your boy is going to be huge this series as a physical defender. I think he's the no, most he has physical. to be. He's like the most <laughs> yes. physical guard defender they have. Be. I it's think not, Kyle's you 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 need you he has to be. Like, let's be yeah. honest. Gabe has to be. And I yeah. do agree that like Caleb and Gabe are the two strongest defenders on him. Um, but then it's if if you switch that rotation, the other thing is we are really now highly dependent upon depot. That's for better, a, we were for, saying- be, for better or for worse, I'm just saying because if you switch the starting lineup, right now, Max will be coming in with probably yeah. Kevin Love. Yeah, it'd be yeah, Kevin that's Kyle. A, that's Vick. a great point, and Spo always talks so, about that element so, of you can't. Yeah, you yeah. change something, it's gonna something's gonna change on the it, other end. Yeah, it's the trickle down effect. Like saying it, that, right? So, <laughs> I, I first personally, I, I think Caleb. And, and Gabe are the best two, and especially uh, Caleb with the wingspan. And then when they do those traps, those two are unbelievable. But I think the pr- problem is once yeah. we get past those first five, now how do you handle that next rotation? Yeah. So when so in that in that bench group, that's when you get your some facsimile of whatever your two bigs look like, and one of those bigs will not be bam and so well i don't know depends on depends on what the rotations are or you know the timing of the substitution patterns um you were talking g about like the switching a lot and you know having success on the switches i think that i agree with you and then and then wanting to keep a a one man hopefully you know a one person to him and, and kind of protect the role person um 
and some of the footage on the game on the fourth, they had Bam guarding like John Collins in the corner so that when, I don't know if so that, but in doing that, while they were working out whatever was happening at the pick and roll again, as they were preparing to roll into, to, to, I guess, kind of cinch the defense, you had Bam coming over from help. Um, and I don't know, I guess that's a way to keep him uh, engaged with some of the rolling action, but uh, also nearer the rim, nearer to the rim and not always switched out. Um, and he, like Trey's little too. So, and like mm-hmm. Bam's longer than, and so it's easy, easier than I think people kind of realize to kind of Trey for to like be able to sneak his way or like maneuver around Bam and just get the ball out of his hands. And now you have that like force scramble. Kenny, the, the big thing I think here in this matchup is they're going to switch and they're going to play drop. I think they're going to switch more than they drop because I think giving Trey the airspace is something mm-hmm. that they have shown that they are not comfortable doing. They, if they if he shoots, it's under duress. It's not, you know, Zach Lowe likes to use the term, uh, dictate the terms of engagement. And I think they want mm-hmm. their biggest priority is to take that is to take that agency away from Trey and on defense, they want to dictate the kinds of shots Atlanta gets. And, they're, you know, Trey's a tough shot hitter, but I think they've proven if they put enough size. So I do think they're going to see a ton of switching, Kenny. I think they're going to yeah. load up on him a lot. And I think mm-hmm. that they're going to really, really make that that pass to the middle, to that roller as difficult as possible, whether that's Jimmy at the nail sinking down to make sure that he can contest that pass, um, th- whatever help from the corners they can get. That, I think, is the mm-hmm. recipe, and everything else revolves around those decisions. Well, and you know what? And I think that's why I don't want to see the starting lineup change because to Siobhan's point, that would change some other things. And, of course, you don't want Trey to get off early, but, and also to Tiff's point, they have Jimmy and Bam to contain him in those minutes. But when you bring Caleb off the bench, and maybe on the deep ball, depending on how, how much they trust him, you don't give Trey any breaks, even if it's for two minutes when the starters are yeah. out and he's still out there. You don't give him any breaks. And we've seen him get frustrated with the Heat, and that's when the turnovers start, and that's when he starts forcing shots. And so what's important is for them to do all those things to – if it's not Jimmy at the nail, now it's Caleb at the nail, or it's Caleb trapping, or it's Caleb – just give him no breaks throughout the entire 48 minutes or however many minutes he plays, and that's going to be the key to it. And so everything you said is true. But you just want to make sure you have the right personnel on the floor at all times to continue to execute that at a high level. I want to talk about. No, oh, go ahead, Javon. You were talking about like you know we could kind of backstage that we could kind of group the the Atlanta big men together. I think so you can, but I think the I don't know, I guess the pick and roll coverage also depends on who that big is setting the screen. Yeah. Um, with some of the John Collins screen and stuff. Again, last game when they were showing um, with Kevin and whoever that guard is kind of just staying on the ball, they were letting John like freely roll into that short roll kind of area and just just cinching in. Like whoever was on weak side with the one person there was taking a step in. The two here on strong side were just taking a half, you know, two steps in and just kind of closing that pocket a little bit while not fully converging on it. And then playing out of that and, and getting back, Kevin Love got a charge out of something like that. So I do think it's dependent on which one of their bigs is the role man. Like a Kongu's role are going to look different than like a John Collins's role. Absolutely, and that, but I I think that for I think if you're my I think if you're Spo, 
the thing you're most scared of, I think the guy you're most scared of is Capella going downhill. I think Collins has Collins can hurt you in other ways as well. You know, he's he can shoot. He has more of a jump shot. He can do a little bit more with the ball. I think Capella Spo loves to deal with these. I don't want to call a guy like Clint Capella one dimensional because he's a very good basketball player and he's very talented. He has a very defined role and they like yeah. to take that role away from you. And Spo's yeah. very good at guys like Steve Novak, obviously not the same caliber of player, but mm-hmm. like these specialists, they're you know, they've I think they've shown that they're very good at erasing these guys. And I think that's a huge key to the series. If his size and offensive rebounding, because they will switch and they will give up size on the back end. Because if if they switch and Gabe is suddenly having to contest and box out him, yeah, you know you got to be active on the boards. Uh, that stuff becomes huge, Tiff. Well, yeah, and I was watching when I today I was watching the last game that we played them, and <clears throat> the problem with that is with Capella is that he's constant motion, which is one. And mm-hmm. there were multiple times down the court where we were we were caught out switching, and he's just behind the defense each and every time, getting a layup, getting a dunk, or getting a putback. And more so that they 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 figured out how to get Bam out of the play. So we yep. you 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 ended up with Gabe, you ended up with Max, you ended up with um pretty much all the guards trying to box him out and obviously none of it worked but just because he's very good at getting the rebound and keeping the ball alive I think that to me that's one of the bigger problems trying to keep him in front of them mm-hmm. and, and and you know what that's that's I'm glad you pointed that out because that's what the teams have been doing lately in general they'll call Bam into the action they'll switch and they'll just have whoever Bam switched on to just get the fuck out of the way and just have him not involved at all. That's so that's something that have a lot to of the BAM switches. Yeah. Like, it's not that, like, yeah. BAM isn't capable of containing out here or whatever, but it's the fact that they get, they nullify him. They get him out mm-hmm. to action, and then it's right. just all our all our smalls down low, mm-hmm. you know, trying Gabe trying to block out Pascal Siakam. Shit like that. Like, they – and I don't think they're going to switch, like, every possession and have that problem. I think no. that there's going to be moments where they play drop, and I, we've seen them, specifically against Atlanta, um, you know. And they trap Trey a lot, too. They do. They mm-hmm. love sending – I think the late – Bond, we talk about this all the time. The timing of the double mm-hmm. has to be late and has to be yeah. in a corner or on a wing. Can't be on the middle of the floor because then – It can't. Yeah, you, he sees – he'll see that. Mm-hmm. To that point – and so again, watching the game earlier, um, he like navigated his way out of whatever was happening at the pick and roll, and found himself kind of attacking on the left side. Jimmy was on that side, strong side, guarding someone at the wing. And, you know, Jimmy. You know, they dig, they dig a lot, and I think Thank a you. small adjustment, a small adjustment I would like to see is that. If we have two in that trap and we're going to dig. I kind of would sometimes a little bit like to see a commitment from that dig. Stay there. Give me that complete three-sided box and like push him out. Chase Little, you have yeah. Kevin Love or Bam, Gabe, and then Jimmy Big, long, active. And don't even necessarily dig at the angle. Get parallel or get perpendicular, like box him in. I think um, I I kind of just went on a little tangent there. But no, I, no, I agree with you that the time – the timing of when they bring the extra help and where and like the discipline and how they do it is going to be important. 
So I like what Outback Threesus in chat says. If they can frustrate Trey early, he's a prime candidate to get the shits and start chucking up bullshit to the derailment of team. And that's the kind of... Yeah, Kenny. That's yeah, the he kind, is. Yeah, you need to like yeah. psychologically attack these players. Yep. And yeah. he's their best player. And he's he can also shoot them out of a game. And if they they are so, you know... You know, heliocentric around him. It's it's quite literally cutting off the head of the snake. You, we will defang your offense by making him as 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 useless as possible. Mm -hmm. And 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 to Outback Reasons' point, also, he's What's going. Point, on what a about funny it. sentence to Outback yeah. Reasons' <laughs> point. <laughs> but no, but it, it is a valid point though, because yeah. um, to build on it, since Caleb Martin got to Miami, I don't know what Trey's numbers are against the Heat, but He's going to come into this game either wanting to prove a point or I don't want to just say he's going to be intimidated, but it's going to be on his mind. He has not found an answer against this team in two years. And so if you already frustrate him early, it's going to make yeah. things a lot worse for him. I mean, and they they leaking that uh, he's up for trades. Right, and shit. I, right. Are they trying to light a fire or get them to quit so they can get a better pick? I, I the think Atlanta Hawks are not that smart of an organization. No. <laughs> I think the thing reverse that. It doesn't even right. It doesn't even matter because honestly, like, it doesn't. I, 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 and I don't like to. I don't want to speak for Trey, but like, he should come out with something to prove. Like, if yeah. he doesn't, that tells you everything you need to know about him as a player. Mm -hmm. So, it's right, personal and, for him, right? Yeah, and, and as the Heat look at this, they should know he's coming out yes. with something to prove. That's yeah. how I look at it. But, but but with Trey, what happens with him a lot of times is it's kind of like going into the boxing ring angry and just making bad mistakes. Like, he's that type of player. And so I think in that sense, I think that he want him to feel like he has something to prove and kind of, like, pick at him on that and kind of make forced mistakes. They got to so hit him though, early. They got to punch him in the mouth yes. early. No, it's, yeah. it's he's that a little first three minutes. Yeah. That first yeah. three minutes will yeah. tell you everything you need to know about what's happening yeah. on both sides of the ball. But the Trey DeJounte tandem, we talked a lot about mm -hmm. Trey. What do we do? How do we feel? That's, I the wanted, rest of the... that's what I wanted to get into. Like match. So from, from, he's a more, he's a guy that do you put Jimmy on him? Do you put, do you, I think you want Jimmy in help spots. Do you put Max on him? So like, we know Gabe's going to guard Trey and we know Bam's going to guard Capella. Ain't no way you put Max on him. I literally oh. watched uh, on, on Dejounte. I just watched that last game. That's got to be Dejounte was he was giving Bam the business. You can't put Max on him. He's, 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 he's the problem. He's, he's the other problem. He's the he honestly. Yeah. Let's the be problem. He's the problem. I think mm -hmm. he is. I think Dejounte is the problem. I watched that last game. Mm -hmm. He got anywhere on the floor he wanted. And that mid-range, no one talks it's about for him. Nasty. He's oh, got it facing yeah. the basket. He's got the turnaround mid-range. He got the fall away mid I mean, he has mastered that shot. There's there's absolutely no way you could put Max on him and then follow up with whoever and whoever. Because if he gets rolling, that to me, I think it's more impactful than if Trey gets rolling. And I think to that point, you keeping DeJounte in mind, you might have to you might have to go with Caleb so that you can get some Caleb on DeJounte minutes. If Gabe is going to see a lot of time on Trey, Jimmy, you know, can 
pick and plug in the plug in the holes, play free safety, dig at the nails or whatever. I, right. You you might have to get Caleb out there um, heavy mm-hmm. and often for particularly for Dejounte. It's it's tough because it, it's really they're really a pick your poison kind of kind of team with those two mm-hmm. guys because yeah. you know you want I, I, Tiff I actually disagree with you I, I think that that Trey is kind of the more impactful guy because you know I think Dejounte's offense is a little more self contained Trey creates offense for everybody else and himself but, but see I'm not looking at it that way I'm I'm looking at it as the fact that like. When when you're playing ball and you know someone can just at any moment go get 20 without breaking a sweat, and most of the 20s are deep threes, then they can sit back and just assist, assist, set it up, set it up. So if you get DeJounte rolling, and let's say Trey finishes the half with 10 and 6, he's due for an explosion. Yeah. So and And here's the thing. They can ride DeJounte for a long time. It's not like this dude is not a valuable like player out there. Like he can okay. go out there and get you 30. DeJounte so, can hold his own. And and so I think people on both forget, ends. Right. And yes. people forget oh, that girl. like Trey Trey can just get it going at any moment. So mm-hmm. if you're gonna allow Trey to just kind of pick his spots and you're gonna allow DeJounte to cook, he's gonna get going at some point. I actually yeah. think that Kyle becomes uh, one of his primary defenders because Kyle's strong and DeJounte's not doing it with like quickness, right? DeJounte's, you know, a very strength based. But, he, but, but he, he can be precision. quick. He can, he he can be, but I, I think that's more the guy you want Kyle on than a guy like Trey Young. I think Kyle will see a lot of reps Ooh. on him because, you know, the other guy is Hunter who, you know, the last, yeah. I mean, he's a very talented guy and he's a, he's a big wing who I think that's yep. the guy that Jimmy's going to have to be on a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. DeJounte's an interesting guy to put Jimmy on because he is also very helpable. And then one of these guys, Tyler's going to have to defend for, for, for stretch. Who's helpable? Jimmy Who, is helpable DeJounte, off of DeJounte? Because he's not really a three-point shooter. So, you know, as a spacer, you know, you can kind of – you can rotate off of him. I mean, it hurts you less to rotate off of him as opposed right. to a guy – who, who can really knock down threes. Obviously, he's going to crash the boards. He's going to, you know, he's a good basketball player, right? But, you know, yeah. usually the non-shooters are the ones that you help off of. Um, but, you know, they're going to have to find a place for Tyler. I think Tyler will also see some time on Trey, um, you know, the, just the way that... And it, we want to talk about people taking things personal. Tyler should take this Trey matchup personally def- from a defensive Trey does. Trey, like. Trey does yeah. take the matchup personally. Trey does. Trey yeah, exactly. does. So Tyler should dig yeah. some heels in. And Tyler's been and, better defensively. His effort's been better. His his discipline. My, his I've never questioned... Bond and Kenny, I'm, I want to give the floor to you because this is your boy. I want to give a shout out to Tyler mm-hmm. because I thought his defense in the Philadelphia game uh, the other day was fantastic. The way that he was in the right spots, the way that he was containing the spaces that he had to, he was he was helping very smart late in the clock. He was taking yes. away angles mm-hmm. from spin moves. He was so disciplined. And I know that he doesn't have the size or some of the gifts that guys mm-hmm. like Jimmy or DeJounte have, but I thought that if he can give you that kind of defensive performance, that is so big time. I just want to give a huge shout out to him in a big game. But Kenny... Where do you see him defensively in this series? Because, you know, it, it's it's kind of tough to find a place for him. Uh, there's no easy guy to put him on. Yeah, so 
they're probably gonna have to put Jimmy on DeAndre Hunter to put I mean to put Jimmy on DeJounte just to kind of save because Tyler has been better defensively. Um he does the effort is never in question. Um when he does still get beat off the dribble kind of often, but he does a good job of recovering. But you still don't want those breakdowns against DeJounte. So I do think you maybe put Jimmy on DeJounte at least to start out. And then the rotation as substitutes come in, like you kind of go from there. But I do think you just kind of put Tyler on DeAndre Hunter to kind of not necessarily hide him, but give him less on-ball responsibility. Doesn't Bogdanovich start? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, mean, most of their games I see the starting lineup is Trey, DeJounte, Hunter, Collins, and Capella. I know that Collins. That's what I'm forgetting. Yeah, but Collins has been kind of in and out of the starting lineup. They went through a period where they didn't start him, and then they now he's starting yeah. again. So it's kind of tough. I mean, Bogey, Bogey's another guy that that is gonna you know has has had a lot of success, uh, but I know that he hasn't had the best season this year. Yeah, I know that he's taken a but bit. It's a, a new season, G. He is another ignitable one. Yes. You can't get him let him get but going either. But but those are but you know the funniest thing is is that while they have like you know a plethora of guys that like are ignitable, we don't have a plethora of like individual defenders. So it is gonna have to be everybody's gonna have to be tethered. Like that is literally the only way you're gonna be able to contain some of those fires. They they are going to have to, and maybe the listeners don't want to hear this right now because of the way he's looked for the most part, but they're going to have to be able to trust Victor Oladipo. No, they have to. That, yeah, they're going to have to because you guys think he's going to play? They're going to need that body. I, what, G? G? He has to play. He has to. He has to. I don't know that he plays. I, listen, if, if, I uh, if you tell me Gabe, Max, Caleb, Jimmy and whoever else, if 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 they are in tuned and they are on a string a hundred percent, then maybe he don't play. But I, I just I don't, don't see how, you know, quote unquote, one of your best defenders when you've got all these guards who can run rampage on you. I don't see how he not how he can't get in. I just don't but see. see it. Vic we is talked also about Highsmith, good... Highsmith too. Like those are like. Depot and no, I, forgot, I forgot about high, but uh, like Hamish. the rotation, we like we agreed that now Zeller, Hamish can give you some Dejounte, some uh, yeah, yeah. Have, yeah. some herder, some, some herder, you know. Well, not herder, um, oh, hunter. Um, oh, hunter, hunter, sorry, no, herders hunter, in hunter. Uh, Sacramento. Oh, hunter, yeah. yeah, light the beam. <laughs> but but <laughs> no, I um serious. I I do think I think big plays and I. <laughs> The catch and shoot has uh, come on a bit. You think they if go nine deep? Doing, like all, all that other stuff. I give think me your, I think give me your nine. To, Starting five. To his point of keeping Trey like frustrated and just keeping fresh legs fresh and activeness on him. First five. Who else? So you got so Jimmy, Bam, Max, Tyler, and Gabe Vincent. Then Kyle off the bench. Kevin Love off the bench. Mm-hmm. That's seven. Caleb Martin off Co- the bench. That's, that's eight. eight. Co- and then do we I, see Cody? I we so we talked Frankie and Lou. We may have to. We said that we don't think we see Zeller and Love. It's one. It's either or. It's one of the other. Especially Maybe against this, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then yeah. now we're at eight. We're not counting Zeller. Uh, and by the way, Zeller seemed pretty. Int- you know, Alex broke news uh, when he came on the pod that 
You know, Zeller kind of said he really likes it here and wants to be back. Interesting considering he said that in the midst of getting benched. So maybe, right. you know, they have some sort of plan in mind for him next year, yeah. but just kind of shout out to Zeller. So that's eight. Now we have Highsmith and Depot at 9-10. That's not even counting Duncan, who has killed Atlanta and is yep. notably very good against drop, specifically the mm-hmm. kind of drop Atlanta plays. So there's right 11 there. guys this series that have an argument to get minutes, and I don't think Spo goes deeper than nine. So that it gets it gets tough. I, I don't even know. He may play nine, but I don't I don't know if those are heavy minutes. It's tough. But they, that's the thing. They don't have to be heavy minutes. They can be right. four or five minutes yeah. spurts of just coming in and destructiveness, just being in the way, knocking shit over. Tiff, I and, can and, see a world where if Max doesn't have it going shooting the ball, they might that that might be where Depot gets in. They like, hey, Max is kind of struggling a little on defense. Right. Might not be his night shooting. Kind of a weird matchup. Let's get Depot, and, see what he can give us. And, and it's interesting because I I would say if Max isn't playing well, I would go with Highsmith. I would I would go with Highsmith too. I'm just trying to find yeah. the, before the, the Vic, argument. before I, but be, because yeah. he can go the, he the can versatility. Up, he could play yeah. up or he could play yeah. down. That way you can so, keep Caleb on Trey and you yes, can have mm-hmm. Highsmith yes. to defend one go, of the other two guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I think Depot. So if you told me in the first three minutes Max isn't doing anything. I would go with Hamish. I yeah. think ideally you wish that Depot was a bit of a better shooter because then you can play him and not be super scared. I think that mm-hmm. they are happy with the way their offense is playing, and uh, I believe in the last fifteen games they're like the eleventh best offense in the league. They got something going. Um, you know, Zach three three says Vic might be if Kyle isn't looking good. Um, possible as well. Uh, if yeah. any of these guys aren't performing well, there's certainly like you know I think for sure Jimmy, Tyler, Bam are gonna have their minutes regardless, and then everybody else is a uh, prove it and see. I think Gabe as well. I just think Gabe's defense is gonna be so huge this series. Um, I can even see him closing games with Kyle. I could see him closing games over Kyle. I think that it's I think it's a big I think it's a big series for Gabe to also get paid as well. I, I I do want to say G because um and this may change a little bit. It's it's not a series. I know it's, I keep calling it. We did that on the last one. one Frankie one Frankie Lou and I we were like yeah this series and we gotta be like it's not a series. We're not used to playing business. It's it's win or go home. That's that's so, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. We we may see some Oladipo because all hands on deck. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. And I'm not even trying to be incendiary. And it, like I'm really not. If if if. Tyler doesn't look like he has it going on offensively and is being picked at defensively successfully. Um, gee, you just made the point like you think Jimmy, Bam, Tyler, they get their minutes. I think they get their um, minutes. And I think that I agree. I, so I, I guess what I'm saying, I wouldn't be surprised if Spo were quick to not – to pull Tyler and not like bench him, but like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. uh, I need you to take five minutes, sit right here with me for a second. We'll try this again. You know, in, a, in sure. another six minutes. I think he'll get like to that. his like 30 oddish minutes just because yeah. like, he's so, he's been so big for them on offense this year. And I know that he's, I think his... he definitely gets their fourth quarter ish, but like during the, I don't know if there's some weeds in the game in the middle. Um, maybe, maybe not. And I but think again, this is a good game for Tyler because he's good. He's good against drop. He's good at getting to his spots. Um, yeah. You know, Trey will certainly be. Uh, see some time on him as well. Probably see more on Gabe, but in, in, on, in minutes where Gabe is on the floor 
you know, he might be the guy, especially, you know, or, or Kyle. Um, I, I think there's going to be opportunities for him to kind of show Kenny, you know, he's, he's great mm-hmm. against drop. He'll be good in that pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be good at, at kind of stepping into his threes. I think the mid range is also going to be open for him this game um, with the way he's that he's got to take it. And Atlanta, Atlanta, you know, not, not to skew this too much offense. Cause we did that last time, but we talked about how Atlanta, you know, really just allows a ton of shots at the rim. And I think that's going to be huge for him as well, that he can, he's going to be able to get to his spots and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think free throws are huge this series as well. Miami doesn't foul a lot this year. Um, and I think getting out, keeping Miami getting to the line so that they can set their yeah. defense. And yep. guys, the only, th- the time that Atlanta has been most successful against this team was the first half of that MLK game where they were flying and Miami's mm-hmm. priority has to be, you guys cannot control how this game is played. And I think Miami's defense has to be the one mm-hmm. to dictate how that game is played. Always. Yeah. yeah. Always. It always has to start defense. And, but I think to your point about the, the Hawks um, allowing a ton of shots at the rim, I think it's on title to make sure he gets all the way there right. and doesn't settle for the floater when he has it there. But also when he does get all the way there, don't premeditate the layup. If Clint Capella helps a little too hard, dump that pass off the band right. or whoever the big right. is at the time. Right. So it's going to be a real big game for Tyler as far as the discipline goes and as far as letting the game come to him because and we saw how he struggled last year in the playoffs against the Hawks also. And so yeah. this is going to be huge for him. It wasn't on defense, though. I never had questions about Tyler's defense in that Hawks series. And for all the talk you know, about him getting picked on, that did not happen against Atlanta. Yeah, yeah no. And also um, – Obviously, they have DeJounte Murray now, but I think, and we're not talking about last year too much, but I think people just don't realize how great of a defender DeLon Wright is. Yeah. So, yeah. so that contributed yeah. to Tyler's struggles a lot last year also. And yeah. and to that point, Tiff, who you mentioned uh, backstage, or you might have just been talking to me, who was a, a problem you think might be for us on that Hawks roster? Oh, Bay. Sadiq, that's the I guy I'm Sadiq. scared of, oh, yeah. bro. Oh, yeah. He, that's he, oh, yeah. He, he's a, he's a problem. <laughs> He's a he I'm, guy, bro. I'm telling you, I was watching that last game, and this man was having uncontested dunks at the rim. Tiffy always does against wide us. open three. Tiff, pointers. that man kills us. Yes, he's he's physically he all just tools. shaking our players off him and going to the basket. Um, all the tools. How many Caleb's and do that, we have? Because and gonna... that is <laughs> man, not enough. Not Caleb, enough. how many people can you defend at once? Can you call your brother exactly. like? <laughs> What's he just can you we can play we can play forty eight minutes that way if you guys do like a like a you know like a twin thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, for real, Delon and and Sadiq, I think that they pose one again. Not trying to make it too offensive heavy, y'all did that, but like they pose offensive threats, and I think that they pose um, defensive yeah. threats. No, we want well. to talk about and, Atlanta's and, offense. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's a comparison because yeah. Delon is, I think, in Washington now. But last playoff, he gave yes, Tyler yeah. a ton of problems. But Sadiq yeah. Bay is, Sadiq. yeah, he's yeah. going to be a problem. But I think, like, defensively, I I honestly think if Jimmy is 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 doing Jimmy things, he's con- that means he's controlling the game on the defensive end. Well, he's Jimmy in the pat. Y'all go ahead, Tiff. No, I'm just saying he's in the passing lanes. He's doing all those little things that you don't realize that have gotten you a 10-point lead. So their mm-hmm. identity on defense has been turnovers this year. And I think yep. Jimmy is obviously – I think Jimmy, Kyle, and Bam are the three most important parts of that identity because of how 
I've talked about how Kyle is so good at kind of getting guys who get the pass low. Jimmy and Bam are monsters. Yeah. Bam at pressuring passing lanes. Jimmy at making that shit happen, jumping those gaps. With Trace, Vic has been in their passing lanes. Vic, yeah, Vic, Vic, about them. But Vic's yeah, on the Caleb. ball, right? Like Vic is pressing right. on ball and he's hounding you, Gabe, as well. They, they're all they're just so good at that. And they have kind of the, the length, you know, at every position, right. kind of ironically, uh, to do that. And <laughs> that's your magic word. Um, but Jimmy, the way that Jimmy presses the passing lanes, I think particularly against Atlanta, the way that Trey plays, it's why, you know, he's really good at the nail, kind of sink low and anticipate those passes to a rolling big. He's really good at shooting that gap between the wing and the corner mm-hmm. guy. Um, he's exceptional at that. And I think when they kind of trap Trey in that corner or at that wing spot, you don't have the same kind of built-in passing options and reads. So they're going to try to force that. And if Miami can get out and run, they can control the pace. They can get free throws. They can set their defense. And if, as long as they force enough turnovers against Atlanta, they're just going to struggle to find a rhythm. And we've all talked about how we've watched the games. That second half of that MLK game, I think is a really good example of how they do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jimmy can just absolutely control it. He can quarterback a defense by forcing these turnovers yeah. by, you know, as long as you guys are pressuring the ball enough, I will right. make it hell. Cause you got to force a bad yeah. or a so-so pass mm-hmm. like what they do against the Sixers. The lost order yeah. ball pressure. Good mm-hmm. grief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I, I want to, um, G you, you gave him his flowers earlier and I want to give him a little bit too. Um, I, in and everyone controlling the things that they can control. I think Tyler being disciplined defensively goes a long way for them. Um, mm-hmm. I know a couple of y'all have said you've never questioned the effort from him defensively. I got to agree or disagree a little bit. Um, but it, and when the effort wasn't there for me, it was annoying because he he's elusive enough and he, he has the things to be like the defender that he kind of is now. And so I think if he stays disciplined and if he's paying attention when the doubles are happening away from him, if when he if he's rotating, if he's like bumping the the road man and, and getting out and his feet are good and he's not like giving guys passing or driving lanes. Um, I think with you know the the I guess the the better defenders that we've talked about Miami having, um Tyler should also reap the benefit of some mm-hmm. of those things as well. He digs well. He digs well mm-hmm. enough um, and, and can get out and push too. They have the tools and I'm not too. Yeah. I am worried and simultaneously worried and not worried about this matchup. Um, they have clear soft spots. <clears throat> I think Kevin Tyler are, are really like the attack angles. I think everywhere else in their defense, you know, Max is like, I think Max goes, you know, hashtag the deuces could go either way. <laughs> they, <laughs> shout out to Kravendos. Uh, you know they have they have their they have their methods of, and I think that they've shown that they can kind of hold up with Atlanta. So I wanted to go through everybody's kind of X factor on defense. I think we talked about kind of their mm-hmm. defensive game plan as a whole. I think we I think we all agree that it's hey put a lot of pressure on the pick and roll handler, which is mostly going to be Trey. Load up on that size, you know, give all the help you can. Make sure that you tag the roll guy, right? This pretty, you know, double late in the clock, you know, force the passes to the places that you know that you can make it difficult. Well, I, th- I think we agree all those things, and that kind of always plays into Miami's kind of principle and the way that they, they swarm and stuff like that. Let's talk about guys that we haven't maybe talked about too much that you guys think are X factors. We can go Kenny, and then we'll go mm-hmm. from, from left to right. Kenny, who do you got? 
So my X factor, especially defensively, is going to be Kyle Lowry. And we understand he's not the on-ball defender he used to be, but he does provide versatility on the defensive end because him in the post <laughs> is, is not a mismatch. <laughs> and so I think it's going to be him. Like, okay, like the um the Hawks are going to try to find ways to get Trey open or get those roles and all that stuff. And he want to switch on some possessions. If you have Kyle Lowry out there, you can afford to switch because he's able to guard up. And so I think he's going to be the key factor tomorrow night. I want to congratulate – Kenny for his raise uh, that he earned tonight. Kenny, I want to publicly say that. Girl, bye. What a you know, what a Damn what it. a great Kenny, what a what a that. great pick by Kenny Spence. <laughs> Whatever, I'm about to announce my free agency. You better cut. <laughs> All we have to do is say something nice about Kyle Hold to get a raise. Tiffany's still waiting for a chair. Like right. I got the tracking. I got the tracking. I'm sitting on cinder blocks. <laughs> I got the chair and a bucket hat for you. It's coming. We got the track. Oh, oh, that's really insane. They, uh, you know, I, I was gonna pick Kyle. I'm glad that I'm glad that Kenny picked Kyle. Um, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Spo as my X factor. I think that there's stuff that we haven't seen yet that they're gonna throw out uh, on defense. Better be. I think that these are the matchups that he relishes the most. I think the fact he loves planning for guys like Trey, these yep. heliocentric offenses, Spo has been so successful. I think that's those are his best coaching jobs are those series or or matchups or the ones where he has not enough healthy <laughs> players, right? So like, I think the best series he's ever coached is the Lakers in 2020, which they were super shorthanded. Oh. I thought he was spectacular even in even in loss and i think that atlanta series last year was just a masterpiece by spo yeah. understanding the strengths and weaknesses and being very creative on both ends of the floor so i think he's the guy that i think i think there's going to be stuff that we haven't seen yet uh defensively and, and he listen he's one to surprise in the playoffs so i i'm gonna go with eric spolstra i am going to split my vote in half and give half to Vic. And I really am going to give the other half to Kevin. I think that I think Kevin does sneaky disruptive things for mm -hmm. the flow of the top half, the top part of Atlanta's offense. Interesting. Okay. Well, you know, I, I do want to add to, to that also and give Kevin Love his credit because I think a lot of times when we think rim protection, we think shot block, and there's more to it than that. Uh -huh. And so Absolutely. him taking those charges and he's just leading the league in charges, driving, right? Yeah, I think so. That's yeah, that's also huge, especially against yeah. a team that has rollers like Capella. Right. You can kind of yeah. sneak in there and take those charges. If you get Capella in foul trouble, the Hawks are really in trouble. Yeah. And oh, so I, I want to give Kevin Love his his his, his credit for that. I'm definitely putting my clips up after this for Absolutely. anybody that cares. Because there's a bunch of those. We're going to retweet yeah. them on the HeatBeat account, and you can find them on Siobhan's Twitter account. So make sure that you're on the lookout yeah. for that. Tiff? Now i got to do it. Um, We've talked about everybody. so We kind of have. Gotta, i got to be creative <laughs> in this. Um, All right. I'm going to say the X factor, because this will make sense if you think about it. Max's offense is going to be his best defense. <laughs> no, it is. It no, is. no, it is. It is. It sure is. I was like, is, you is be creative. I thought you were going to go South Beach. Mm -mm. <laughs> I thought you no. were going to go Hamish. Uh -uh. So, let me tell well, you, Max. 
South Beach. Beach my, I know South Beach South will break Beach some. Blue? South. Listen, I was there. I was nah, there. Nah, if you know, nah, if you're if you're coming we, into a, that's a what playing game, say. yeah, you ain't got South no Beach business. Beat your ass. You're not supposed exactly. to be here. Um, <laughs> Miami better show up. We have a real home field advantage. Listen, it's on y'all down there. Yeah. That's it. Listen, G, I'm just saying. Max's offense is going to be his best defense because as we say, we worry about him guarding um, Collins. Mm -hmm. The other side of it is somebody's going to have to guard him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if he can get up a couple of shots and I, I always prefer him get rolling to the basket first to kind of try to get, get something up, get a little sweat before he just starts jacking up shots. But if he can prove to hit a couple of shots, that always improves his defense. And that means that somebody, if it's Collins, is going to have to come out, come away from the basket, which will open up a little bit more space and have to guard him. I think so, Max is a good guy, Tiff. We haven't talked. We talked a little bit about him at the, at the top. I think he's a guy that if he gets switched on to Trey a couple possessions, I think he yep. won't die in those nope. actions even without like a, like enormous amounts of help. And I think him surviving in those moments. And I always, I always thought this was funny. Like, you know, you watch a basketball game and really sometimes a couple plays, a three here and there change the dynamic of a game so much. Yeah. And I think yeah. if Max can get one or two stops as an isolation defender, that, yep. that can change the balance of a game yep. for a team that plays Shit. Their entire season within five points. Yep. Yeah. Same for Tyler. Like if Tyler yeah. can like body up and get some good, like a good dig or just like a good yep. scrappy steal, like stuff like that, and that it gets him pumped, you know. Yep. And 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 you know what? To both of y'all's points with with Max, yeah, he had an up and down season, but I will give him credit for this. He's hit a ton of threes where the other team was coming back this season. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, nah, get the fuck out of here, bang. And so that's huge, also. So credit to him for that. That should be, that should be Max's catchphrase. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. That'd be amazing. No, you gotta have it, bang. They're really, they really get the fuck out of here. Threes. Yeah. When, when a team gets within Bye. three or within five or whatever it is, you can count on Max and knock that shit down. Tyler hits like a bunch. Like Tyler hits like the we're so back threes. Max yeah. hits uh get the fuck get the fuck back threes. But you know, I saw a stat yesterday. Um, just based on the percentages, Tyler is the greatest shooter of all time this season in fourth quarter. Go ahead, buckets. Yeah, I saw that. It was like it was a crazy percentage. This Heat team, like eighty-six point five. Did you guys see that they like broke that. the record for bench scoring against the Magic? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Given me, if you had put a gun to my head and say the Heat are going to do this. What team is it against? So we Orlando would have been last that I pick. Me. Right. You're telling me. So you're telling me we get UD minutes because that's what I'm saying. brutal old with all the celebration. He was hitting Kobe fadeaways and <laughs> who you, you did? Like, yeah, like, he looked like the perfect answer right before Dog, yesterday. Are we seeing are we have to answer the real question? Are we seeing Udonis Haslam minutes in a plan? When, when he when when he caught that first of all, Duncan Robinson threw the lob. So that's like it sounds like Duncan Robinson threw the lot to Udonis Haslam and it went in. Alf said that that was the best run fast break of the season, and he doesn't yeah. know how he's going to be able to sleep at night knowing that. Terrible. <laughs> the truth hurts. I, I listen. Don't count out UD. Don't count out UD. 
They can't play him now. They did too much. That's true. That's yeah. true. Who, by the way, <laughs> Ben Simmons has not scored more points in a Nets uniform than Udonis Haslam scored last night in a single game. Now, why that's are we doing this? Because that's funny, Bob. He's a young star <laughs> who was a high pick and was traded for James Harden. And Udonis Haslam is a punchline with gray on his beard. But Been the, the somewhere have... like... Been somewhere like now. Why am I in it? Right. Ben's eating his business. Cheerios this morning. Like what the fuck I do. It's the, the Sixers have such a long history over the past 10, 15 years of ruining players. I just feel bad for Ben. I do too. Sandwich. I, I, I y'all left and flourished. Yo. Did yeah. they Okay, but didn't they draft uh, Markel? Um, no. Um, they drafted Bridges. Mikael Bridges and traded him for a dude who I think never played in the league. They like, did no, they traded him for a dude they almost killed because it was because he was allergic to peanuts. <laughs> he ended up not playing, and they gave him peanuts. I laugh at that, but that's oh God. Why do you know that? It was, it was something like that. That was a thing. I remember. Like no, Kenny's right. I don't. I don't know how you remember yeah. that, but that was a thing. Oh my God! It is really funny. Um, uh, sandwich and chat makes a great about? point. Duncan caught Wade's last lob. And lobs you mm-hmm. in his last yeah. game. He's yeah. like, yeah, I was actually thinking about that in the game where Duncan has some, for some reason, played with both of these guys in their last game. And I think he and Bam are the only two that did, which is mm-hmm. just kind of funny. I mean, Bam, it's not. Bam, it's like a real pass of the torch moment. Duncan Roberts yeah. is like, Hey, Duncan's like in the back of the picture, like. like they love Duncan though. Like, Remember when they were at the baseball on, game? On his tippy toes. Yeah, Dunk was there. Yeah, everybody Dunk, loves Duncan. Duncan got to be hanging out with all the coolest people. What's going uh, on? CG, you hey, almost you, made me. You know what that reminds me of? You know what that reminds me of? And G probably won't get this. I'm sorry, G, if that's racist. But there's a real famous picture of um of Tupac and Biggie in a all club right. somewhere. But Marlon Wayans is in the background yep. of that picture. I actually know that picture. <laughs> yeah. But Marlon Wayans is in the background of that picture. That's Duncan. That's Duncan. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm still you, here. You, you, lost, you, lost, you lost your raisin. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Bet you're wondering how yeah. I got here. Ryan Rivera you're wondering says G how took we that ended. picture. Exactly. <laughs> Henny, Henny G took that picture, not me. Henny G. Uh, I'm excited. Oh, so hit... What are the comments on YouTube called me Henny G? That's it. That's what you should just be. That was really funny. Just tag yourself. Only when I ran. Kenny G. Only when I ran. Um, I don't, go ahead, Bob. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm excited for the game. Like, I, we have the weapons. We can do it. But, you know, it's one game. Atlanta has beaten us once this season. All of the games have been decided by, like, 6.3 points. Like, it's not, it hasn't been a landslide either way. So, I don't know. It's definitely all the best type deck. of game. Mm-hmm. It's it the best type of game. I'll like that, this, this, is, this, this is, is the like play-in play matchup I wanted them to get because I definitely. Oh no, yeah, it's a fuck that Raptors matchup. Who? Yeah, and I, I don't, don't know what's going on with them and the Bulls. I don't want that, but that Raptors matchup was like, yeah, I would rather do no. anything than do that. <laughs> that's when we. That's when we was gonna see part two of Jimmy leaning over on the scores table oh, <laughs> without an arm. He was though. gonna have, he was gonna have to do all the heavy lifting. If he he would be missing a limb. The Sixers didn't is, get out of that series like a alive last year. Heat win. Yeah, I, I think this is um. I think this is a good. Honestly, I think this is what the team needs. They literally shit the bed all. They shit the bed all season, and yet mm-hmm. they still have a chance to like yeah. do something. 
like who would have thought look at us right. you and me here who thought? look at us <laughs> look at us you who know right i don't want i don't want them to lose their first ever playing game i i don't so they, Gee, they gotta... i don't know I'm, I'm not betting against jimmy butler in this situation i Gee, like the quotes not. today jimmy said i don't give a fuck what anybody thinks i'm gonna go hoop. yeah yeah. And here's the and here's the here's the caveat. Who's coming with me? Who gonna come with me? <laughs> because Jimmy's yeah, gonna hoop. So now I that's why I said I love this for this team. Because yeah. going forward, we can say whatever we want. We want a trade. We want this. We want that. All right. Y'all wanna hoop with Jimmy? Hoop with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. wanna be in South Beach? Hoop with Jimmy tomorrow. That's what yeah, No, that's they what can't go to South Beach. The Hawks have to go to South Beach. And I'm gonna be honest no, with like, you. No, I just here, I mean, on this no, I know. What's I know, the I know, name of the arena? What's the name of the I'm arena? I'm not calling it that. The, I'm not calling it okay. that. Okay, Senya. No, I don't know what it is. The Triple A. The Triple A. It is definitely the Triple A. I'm just saying, if you know, we 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 talk all this stuff all year round, and here here we are. So this is it. This is the show and prove for everybody. Everybody's saying this person needs to be traded. This person doesn't need the money. Too much money. Not enough money. All right. Go hoop. Like I should be mentioned with who? I've been the depot. Everybody do the things. Everything that you've been telling us. You You can play defense, play defense. You can shoot threes, shoot threes. You make all your free throws because all of this is going to be needed. Make your free (laughs) throws. And and the encouraging thing, and trust me, this example is going to come back around, but there's a, um, there's a, there's a, there's a documentary, my favorite documentary. It's about Sebastian Telfair. There was a, there's a first half of a game where he was shooting terribly, right? Mm -hmm. Half ends, his coach pushes him. He says, First half is over. Forget about it. Second half is a new half. And that's the heat coming into this. Mm-hmm. Like, the, yep. yeah, they struggled all season. It's over with. Yep. You start fresh, get in this play in, get this win, go against the Celtics, see what it, happens. It can be done. I Let me tell y'all something. With, 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 with a shoulder brace on, senior night, I shot one for 23. <laughs> you know when I hit that one? At when it was five seconds left. It was five seconds left. I hit one shot, and guess what? I'm the only person that remembers I went one for 23. Nobody else remembers. Shout out to your coach, by the way. Oh, they just (laughs) trust. If if I wasn't shooting, I wasn't doing nothing else. (laughs) Oh, you on defense? Chat's in clutch, too. (laughs) You on rebounds? Pass the ball. Two quick things, and we get out of here. I'm going to get predictions, but I also have to ask you guys in chat a question. Should I sage the arena tomorrow? Now, I had a lot of people vote yes, and people said the vibes are good after UD. Don't mess with it. Yes. You ain't done it all season. Yeah. Where were you when times was rough? (laughs) Right. Where were you when we was in the bread line? Having a job. (laughs) Where was was your antennas? (laughs) I thought about doing it, but I I just, I didn't even think, I, I thought this team was beyond. Even the spirits helping them, like not even. Plus, <laughs> remember last last year, like a bunch of people did it and kind of like ruined it. Yeah, they ruined. Honestly, it. I honestly, I think the vibes are good though. G. They yeah. they co opted it and it just became mm-hmm. way less funny. It just it did. Yeah, it did. I, I was I was actually okay with Sean doing it in Philly. Whatever, it was a different arena. Then too many people started doing it. It just mm-hmm. got it just got out of hand. I'm like, okay, never yeah. mind. It's not funny. Anymore. Now they went and play it. 
Save it. Yes, they win the play in, and then we get you know down to the real nitty gritty. Then go ahead. If I do it yeah. again, I may need to wear like a robe with like you know like the little uh, it's like a little stick that swings with the smoke I know coming what out. It is, G, I may need to I... do that at the arena. G. No. Don't do that. You ain't never did that. Before. I don't no. know why you thought just, today just, was I mean, today to just I mean, classic G, stick. You, just little sage, sagey sage. Gee, nah, nah, let it go. You're gonna look it. too close to a priest, and I don't want you walking. <laughs> around. And these in this climate, I don't want you looking. No, priests priest and the Dalai Lama are canceled. Yeah, exactly. Oh I don't want God. you looking like the priest walking around because that's surefire ass kicking. You're don't talking about that. an incense stick? You like what is? What I don't is know. He wants the belt. He wants the thing. <laughs> he he wants to look. I want like for the visual comedy. <laughs> no. She wants to pass out shit. No. Listen, no. find some white sage and some cedar. Yeah, Anti yeah. Leave the incense alone. My mom used to yeah. write incense. We, we, we were still broke as hell, so I, I don't know how much they work. <laughs> they work. Kenny, Kenny's like, I want a PlayStation. You get some. You get some. You get some cedar and some. <laughs> you you going to get these crystals and you gonna like them. Yeah. My, my mom, my, man, I, I'm glad. I'm glad she don't watch this. My mom bought us NBA Live '98 in like '02, so there you go. Aww. Hey, that's a little banger. Hey. Hell yeah, it was. Listen, <laughs> uh, per, per, predictions. Uh, we'll go Kenny Bond Tiff. I don't heat by twelve. I think I understand. The line's four um, and a half. By one... the way, at least it was yesterday. Yeah, he favored. I think because. Did he embarrassed us in the first half? One of these games, I think it was the only game we lost against them. But they figured some stuff out in the second half. And again, I think Jimmy Butler being locked in instead of stupidly locked in tomorrow is going to be a huge deal. I'm not betting against him. Makes a difference. Do you think he's aware not, of how stupid that was? Yes. He hasn't brought it up since. So yes. <laughs> but he keeps saying locked in, and I'm like, stop saying that. Yes. Yes, he's aware. Yeah. Jimmy go. is hilarious. <laughs> I love him. Yes, I love him too. I, I love him. I'm going to go. I actually was going to say ten, and then I was going to say twelve. So I used to do the same with Frankie. Like he would say twelve, and I would say like eleven, and then it would actually be twelve, and I'd be pissed. Um, so I'm gonna go Heat thirteen. Damn. Okay. Well, everybody's everybody's uh okay. Bought I think it's a comfortable win. Uh, like, not comfortable, yeah. but I think it's like a... If I've learned anything I, this season, is I that got, they don't I, do comfortable. They don't do. They new don't season, do. though. New season. It's new season. Yeah, uh-huh. new season. I, I got I got heat by eight. I like that. That feels reasonable. I have the heat not covering. <laughs> That's all I have. If Frankie well, agrees. Frankie just said they don't cover. Frankie and I are in sync. Frankie and I are in sync. They do not cover. Lou is like, they're going to win by like 18 and shit. I go, you're fucking crazy. Oh, I go, oh, you're, you're lost your damn mind. You, know, you, you, you're, you must be new here. <laughs> oh, Lou, Lou ain't even got a key yet. Yeah, this, it's this, too this, much dip on that chip. Nah, just, hey, no, that's just that's a lot. Bon, Lou's still knocking on the door trying to get in. He ain't got a key yeah, yet. Yeah, like, you, you know. Lou got, Lou got the apartment with no furniture yet. He got the air mattress. Fra- Frankie now doesn't like his ally anymore. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, that's a lot of dip. I said, shit. I said, Frankie and I are in sync, and Frankie instantly started doubting his take. Oh, <laughs> Carliana, so between Jatson, you and Lou, Heat by seventeen. Seventeen. Oh, y'all big. Carliana says, says they win by so many that we'll see Yurt and Kane minutes. 
All right, Carla, nah. you my girl. <laughs> I mean, I, I, listen. Let me ask you. You can get some cane. You can get some cane. I might be surprised, but I'm not gonna be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I but agree. If I see yurt minutes, we, we lost. Up. Or oh, or yeah, every center wow. got it's, hurt. No, no, not yet. Because they just played <laughs> we, Jimmy at the five. See? No, no, put that <laughs> evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Right. <laughs> um. Damn, I forgot about I Kane. Yo, they could throw Kane in there for like a few minutes just no, to won't. chase people around. We don't, we, and they we, won't. We don't have. Enough. I know that they won't. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see him next season, though. I can't lie. I and no, we, I can't wait. we talked about this last episode, Tiff, and I, I'll bring this up because he's your boy. You know, I think a lot of people and were like, kind of, they're like, "Whoa, he looks good. Why didn't they play him?" I think he benefited from the development in the G League. He did. he did. I I think that was huge for him, and I think that I'm glad they didn't rush his development. I'm glad that they believed in him and kept him around because I think we all saw that there was something there, and yeah. I'm glad that they didn't throw him into a failing situation. They let him develop yeah. in a successful you know G League organization instead right. of the garbage that we had this season. Um, <laughs> no, he needed that. Like yeah. when we saw him early, he looked like a giraffe, just all arms oh, and legs, and Zach just. Yeah, he just didn't look comfortable in his body. But as the year progressed and he got all the G League time, he's so active and yeah. he's active with purpose. See, there's a difference. Like, he has purpose with his activity. He's not just out there doing cardio. He's, like, he's, his arms are long. So every he made that ridiculous layup the other day, which is, which was <laughs> like, I don't even know how he even got the ball up there. But his arms are long and he just... He moved so fluidly now. He didn't move then, like that at the beginning of the season. You know, this is what I'm excited about with Jamal Kane. He came back from the G League with a jumper. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's not easy to do that fast. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. He's also going to have an off season to kind of build on that yes. also. His body will get a little bigger. So mm -hmm. I, I, I'm excited for him. But I ain't going to lie to y'all. If, if you're coming in the game tomorrow – I think that means we lost. It's been, it's been a great season. Who's uh, who's does does UD get put in as a victory cigar at any point? They can't. UD can't ever touch the floor again after the celebration. No, he can't because you know what? I don't want to. I, I need my last image of him being what I saw the other day. Yeah. I yeah. I don't want to see it, especially in like a blowout. We lose it. Don't no. Let that man leave that lasting image in our eyes that we had. I've almost got in the sight of Jason Tatum blowing by him out of my head. Like, yeah, thanks for bringing, Bond, thanks for reminding us. <laughs> I tried to forget that. Mm -hmm. I, I actually that did. I actually that, did forget. That and that damn that Tyler Lobb to him. That Tyler <laughs> Lobb to him is hilarious. Yo, that he got Lobb, the redemption yesterday. I was yeah. that Tyler Lobb. That Tyler, put that him was in so, traction. Dog, Tyler. Tyler believed in my man. I want somebody <laughs> to believe in me the way that Tyler believed in you. D that. Because for anybody uh, else, great lob. For you, Donis Hazel, people have been like, son, are you trying to kill no, me? It, no, but the thing about that lob is it's not anybody else. You have to be like Sean Kemp because he threw it so yeah, early. He threw it so early. <laughs> if it was Derrick Jones Jr., that's Sports Center yeah, top different. 10. Different. Yo, but he threw that. I do. I will say Tyler threw that lob with all the love in his heart. Oh, he, he did. Was like, yeah. I'm about to, I'm about to get to you it. one. I'm about to get you one. <laughs> Like, he probably scared. thought he was like, oh, man, I got my man right now. This is going to be so sick. Man, Wait, that man. You default so slowly. Yo. 
I saw the video then, today. I I didn't see it yesterday uh, of Dwayne with with uh, with his daughter Kavya, and she's like yeah. pointing. He's pointing at the banners, and he's like t- talking to her, and he's wearing the UD jersey. So it looks like he, he's in a Heat jersey on the Heat floor, pointing at sad. the banners that they won together. Sad. Not sad. I was crying because I'm like, damn, no, that's, that's awesome. It's it's sad because oh, he should be here. Not, yeah, exactly. He should be. Here. That's what the. Sad I think that's gonna get corrected, and I think that. I think it will. And and I know that the organization offered him something and he went with Utah for whatever reason that I'm not going to speculate. We don't know what happened, uh, right. but you know, we do know that an offer was made and I do think that eventually it will be made right. Cause bro, he's, 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 he does. He's, he comes to our games all the time. He's still a part of this organization. That man don't give a fuck about the jazz. No way. <laughs> bro, you think Shaq gave a shit about the Kings? Right. He was trying to get Zaire a spot. Like we don't yeah. even. <laughs> he wanted to be close to his boy. That man's in Africa. Let him. Okay. <laughs> actual, actual, real last thing. You guys saw the video, the Udonis video with all like the people, right? Yeah. How funny was it Dwayne. when Magruder showed yeah. up? It was like, and I talked about this last show, but I wanted your thoughts. It was like Hall of Fame talent no, but... after Hall of Fame talent. Shaquille O'Neal, oh. LeBron no, but the James. Reason... Dwayne Wade, oh. you know, no, but, Brian Grant, like legends. And then the scavenger, Rodney McGrath. No, but you got to understand, like, oh, no. I laughed 10 times harder because as soon as his face showed up on my screen, the first thing I heard was, Alf, shoot me in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Derek and the chat's like, wasn't DJ Jan? One of the, yeah, DJ Jan came right <laughs> after him. Which yeah, Alex yeah. Toledo said, and I still couldn't hear a single word he said. He, he <laughs> speaks so softly. He's so soft-spoken. I love Dwayne. He was the most secure motherfucking of all the Hall of Famers. Everyone has right. their clips, and like LeBron had all them trophies and stuff. Yep. Dwayne was just his face, like, hey, what's up? Du- you know who I am. That's my guy. You know, you know who exactly. I am. You know me. And, and, and shout out to another Liberty City legend, Tim James. They got to get him an iPhone. <laughs> so he was say so what was he at he was on a Nokia. Yeah, it was a little rough, man. Why was man, Chris Bosch not in that video? Where was Chris Bosch? He was in a different he one. He wasn't in that one. He was oh. in a different one. Yeah. Uh oh, Polter Gosson says Chalmers act like he was the best one there. Chalmers didn't even introduce himself. Everyone, no, no, no. everyone did. believes he was the best one there. Rio's like, you know, you know who does he need to introduce him? You know who I am. <laughs> you know who the fuck we I know am. Who he is. I'm six. It was one part. I'm six. be walking on that he, he floor with his kids, pointing at the banners, being "I won that." Listen, Chalmers <laughs> wasn't the person I was like. Who the hell is that? No. So when hey when, when, when Chalmers said people didn't feel LeBron, he was talking about himself. <laughs> it's Brian Goins not knowing Eddie House. Oh, Brian! Brian <laughs> asking who is this? I was like, bro, that's Eddie House. He played for us twice. <laughs> Yeah. That's the funniest part. Is that, like he's one of the few guys that played for us twice. Brian, Brian said, "I don't know her." <laughs> I love Eddie House. Bro. My favorite Eddie House moment is when Ray Ferrell slapped him upside the head. Oh yeah, his headband turned. Did you guys ever hear? God, we're so rambling. Did you guys ever hear the story? This will actually be the last thing. Um, Michael, you said that six times. Michael right, Wallace came on the podcast up. many years ago. And Michael Wallace, who now covers the works for the Grizzlies, uh, covered the Heat for a long time. We asked him, "Do you know what happened to Rafer Alston when he just disappeared?" Apparently, he owed some bad people money, and that man fell off the face of the earth. Oh wow! You know about hot sauce. 
Uh, skip, nah, skip, no, skip, oh, skip to my loop. Skip to my loop. That's it. I always get the nickname wrong. Yeah, that's not from what I heard. That's not all the way wrong. Uh, listen, I I trust Michael Wallace. <laughs> you want an NBA contract? Just pay them fucking people. <laughs> he had other stuff going on. Are you? He had other stuff going on, but like that was one. Gotta of feed them. his family, dog. <laughs> Rafer. Hey, Rafer's it. doing great. We love Rafer, but it was just that was because remember they traded for him. He's he he they traded he was on the team many years in like early two thousands. Then they traded for him in twenty ten. And uh he was supposed to play like the last pre LeBron year and uh and he played a couple games and disappeared, you know, and then What was going on with the Heater on that time? Because Arroyo Green Compoyo. got too. Arroyo Compoyo was going on. Starting point guard, baby. Man, Gerald Green got in some shit at a whole. No, that was later. This is this is before um, that, bro. No, Gerald Green was what two thousand. That was already well, that was post LeBron. This is I'm talking pre LeBron. Was it? Oh, that's why he wasn't dunking. That was pissing me off. Yeah, <laughs> that was the Flocka incident. Look, him and Ricky Davis fucking scammed us. They both came, and I'm thinking they're gonna be dunking and exciting. I don't think Ricky Davis dunked once in the Heat uniform. <laughs> Once he lost the braids, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, it was over with. Don't you? Is that your boy? That. Don't you love Ricky Davis? Hell yes! But when he was in the cast being ignorant, like <laughs> scamming triple doubles, I fucked with that. <laughs> when he tapped, maybe he tapped it off the. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's when he had the braids. No, but it's it's even funny because he was on a podcast recently. He told the story, and he was like, he had like five games straight where he almost had a triple double. It just didn't get he'll like he'll be like one or two assists away or one rebound away. He was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna go for mine. Bronx Joker <laughs> Bronx Joker in chat resubscribed the tier one time. We still you. going. And they said oh, shut out. your Ricky Davis was also missing from that UD video. Oh yeah, he's Ricky Davis <laughs> thought he was his own OG. We needed Hassan. Didn't that would have been hilarious. That would have pissed so many people off. To do what? <laughs> to say what? To say thanks, OG. <laughs> to say what? Then that would have been it. Thanks, OG. It would have been funny if, if Hassan <laughs> called him. If Hassan thought it was like somebody else retiring. I, you know what? I, I don't want to make assumptions, but I feel like the last person UD would have wanted to see is you. Is no, um, we agree. So. Exactly. Frankie, Lou, and I exactly. said, "Who is the funniest person that could show up in this video?" We all agreed <laughs> it was Hassan. Oh, sorry. I'm sure Hassan pissed you down. It's off every day of the week. Oh, I'm sure of that when, when, when Hassan left that game early. And D Wade had the cover for him. Man. I feel like there's nothing UD could have ever. I don't think UD. I can't imagine UD forgave him for that since. Uh, chat says Winslow and Jay Rich should have been on the video instead of Jay and DJJ. Yeah, Jay Crowder. We we said yesterday, Jay Crowder was like here for like he wasn't even here for half a season. Yeah, and he was all extra cool. He was featured. Saw that right? Yeah. How you doing, my man? Boss man. <laughs> all of that. It was, uh, I don't even, I don't, it was great to see Brian Grant, though. It was, <laughs> yeah. What, Tiff? Did Jay Crowder even play this year? Like, I have no idea what happened. He went to the he's Bucks, Milwaukee. And then, he, yeah, but I don't even know. He, don't he know. is playing. I don't know if he's in there. I don't know. Yeah, he, he played well against us that, that first game back. Uh, that's, that's last all. season, yeah. G. That's a long time ago. We, this is a new oh, this season. This is a new season. New season. And with the new yeah, season yeah. comes new stuff, guys. Hangover time is every. Miami Heat game this postseason. <laughs> Want to clarify? It's not every game. It's just Heat games. <laughs> you know, we're not you know, as much as I want to watch Warriors Kings. I don't think we're going to cover it. Um, That'll be fun. Light, that the, be light the beam. Might do some playbacks. 
Who knows? You know, we're going to have some fun here. And I'd be remiss to not point out G's misspelling in the Chiron. To what? Part two of a two-part Provu. Provu. I miss an eye. I miss an eye. Listen, that's not the worst thing I fucked up this week. I I, I was given a, a speech at a wedding and I bombed that. I, I lost my place in the Google Doc and it was all over. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like there's more. Gee, they never told you to use those. your. They never told you use your finger. It's over. Right, the lines. They... It, it's over. And and they and you yeah, know teach, I was asked to do I teach it because that every day, G. Tiff, use your pointer. Tiff, they picked me. They picked me because they're like, oh, G's G's good with a microphone. Like they don't know. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know the truth. <laughs> these people, these people think I'm some accomplished person who covers the heat. They don't know the heat banned me because we had a, a a a porn producer on, and they don't they don't know the ridiculousness <laughs> that goes on over here. At least Little. they asked you to write the speeches. I you did write it. Right? There, it was, I wrote it and I wrote off of it. Other people's, no way. I did lie and I, I did say in my speech that I'm a writer by trade, which is just a lie. I haven't written in, I haven't, yeah. I haven't written in forever. My stomach is wrong. Have they met you? Yeah. Wrap it up. Uh, yeah, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Well, you say, yeah. I was given announcements. I forgot. Um... <laughs> Yeah, hang over hang time. time. Hang over every heat game there this season, we got you covered pre, pre and game, post game for the plan and any subsequent game, however long that may go. Alf Brass and the crew got you post game. We give you what you want. Hangover time, full time again. You know what it is. You know Bond's gonna be there. We got Tiff's treats. We got all that good stuff. All all our fun, lovely hangover time segments uh, that you know and love, and they'll be uh, rocking with you after every game. This season, uh, as well as our pregames and our podcast, breaking down everything that goes on, uh, hopefully deep into the postseason. Shout out to Miami Gaming Parties for being a fantastic partner. Um, we love you guys and, and the support that you give us. Shout out to the to viewers like you. We'll see you t- <laughs> Thank tomorrow. You. Thank you. Pregaming Heat Hawks, Kenny, Frankie, Lou, me. I don't know who else, but we'll have you covered and then hangover time after. Love y'all. We will see you tomorrow. Peace out.